Hey there, ladies. Welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat Podcast. The podcast that's all about helping you discover your strength, boost your confidence, up your wellness game, and conquer challenges. I'm your host, Alexa James, and today's episode is something special. Magalog is all about conquering stress, and I've noticed that the strategies we'll be sharing today are not discussed quite like this anywhere else. And besides prayer, and I use these strategies in prayer, these strategies are my first go-to for managing stress. So get ready for a unique perspective on managing stress that relates to you. We are diving deep into the art of turning those abstract, nebulous worries into tangible, actionable steps. So grab your favorite cup of tea, find a cozy spot, and let's embark on this journey together. All right, let's kick things off by acknowledging that we all experience worries, right? Whether it's school, relationships, or the future, being a teenager can often feel like riding a roller coaster through a foggy forest. (laughs) Our minds buzz with worries and anxieties and thoughts that seem to have a life of their own. Those nebulous creatures can feel super overwhelming. That overwhelm creates stress, it is stress, and it is stressful. But fear not, my friends. Today, we're going to discuss how to take those abstract worries and transform them into tangible actions that we can manage and conquer. Let's kick stress to the curb. We're going to talk about taking things that feel stressful and maybe they feel like big monsters and harnessing them into something tangible and manageable. And you can do this in any area of your life. So here is kind of just a little simple and random example, okay? So doing dishes is my least favorite chore. And I always think it's going to take so long. And so it ends up getting something that I put off and I procrastinate. So one time I actually timed how long it took me to wash the dishes. And like basically just like getting the dishes from the sink to the dishwasher. And it was literally like two minutes. (laughs) In my head, I make it up to be this big production and it's going to take half an hour and all of that, you know, and then when I actually timed it, I made it something tangible and I put a time to it. It was only two minutes of my life and I was like, okay, I can handle dishes. I can do this. I can take two minutes and do this, you know, and then on the extreme spectrum, another way to make something tangible and we're going to we're going to talk about some tools on how to do this as as we go on with this episode but let's say you're worried about something if you actually sit down and write down what is the very worst thing the very worst scenario that can happen if this thing i'm worried about happens and usually what happens is when people take the time to actually write down possible consequences of this horrible thing that may or may not happen happening they find out you know what? That's the total worst case scenario. I can handle that. That's going to be okay. 
And it helps put everything kind of in a new perspective. And it's made something that felt big and scary because it was nebulous. And it made it something, if this is the very worst thing that can happen, then I can just go for it. And this might not happen, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to move forward and I will know how to deal. If things do go bad, I'm a little bit prepared for that and I know what to expect if they do go the wrong way. And then it's more manageable. You might still not look forward to having to walk through the process or have that difficult conversation that you need to have, but when you've made something tangible, it sure makes life so much easier and it helps reduce stress in a big way. So we're going to kind of walk through different tools and ways to make things tangible so that they are so much less scary. One fantastic way to make your worries tangible is by creating lists. So I'm talking about the good old pen and paper method. I mean, you can use your phone, of course. Either way, grab a notebook, grab your phone, jot down your worries. Putting them on paper somehow makes them less intimidating. There's something incredibly satisfying about jotting down our worries and our to-dos. It's like taking the chaos in our minds and giving it a structure. So list making is the way to do that. It can help us prioritize, organize, and tackle our concerns one step at a time. I make lists for everything and this helps me so much. So not only tasks that I need to do, but I also list what I want to pack for an upcoming trip or things I need to remember for an upcoming project. I list out ideas and inspirations. I list things that I'm grateful for. I list out my meals and my schedule for the day. Instead of writing out full thoughts or impressions like you'd assume like an official journal entry should feel like, you can just list everything in your mind, like bullet point it. I list feelings. For me, a list is faster and quicker than writing a sentence around them, which is more kind of like journal style. And speaking of journaling, that is another amazing way to make your stress become something tangible and manageable. Picture this a cozy corner, a notebook, and a pen, and you. Journaling is like having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with you and God on paper. Write down all your worries, but don't stop there. Explore why you're feeling that way and brainstorm solutions. It's a therapeutic process that turns abstract thoughts into a roadmap for personal growth. It's a safe place to pour out your thoughts, fears, and dreams. By putting all your concerns onto paper, we give them a voice and often find clarity and perspective we didn't know we had. And there's really something more beneficial when it's actual pen and paper versus typing it onto your computer or device. Sometimes when I journal, it's not necessarily even very legible. I just quickly get out my thoughts and then I throw the paper away. I've left my worries and concerns on the paper and left them with God. Mission accomplished. So set up a designated time and place where it's going to be no one but you, God, and your journal, and maybe your coffee or tea, and make journaling a daily habit. If you're more task-driven like me, you can always set a timer, like I will journal for 20 minutes or I will journal for three pages. It doesn't have to be a novel. A few sentences can make a significant impact, so even your list can go in there. Over time, you'll see patterns and discover what triggers your worries. It's like deciphering the secret code to your own superhero power. Write down the reasons you feel the way you do. Why do you feel scared about this? Or why are you dreading this? Or why do you always feel sad when this happens? Ask yourself those questions, why? And then answer that question and then continue to ask why, why. Get to the very root of why you are feeling the way you do with certain things. 
that's a wonderful way to journal. It's a wonderful way to explore your feelings. You don't have to be scared of your feelings. It's really good to define them and see why they're there and maybe learn the root of them. And once you do that, you can go, oh, you know what? All I have to do is just avoid eating cake or all I have to do is avoid going to that place or, you know, you go have that difficult conversation and tell a friend, you know what, you have been wonderful, but I know for me, I have to distance myself now. There might be different things that happen once you journal and what that does is it helps you create some action steps, some planning. You can create a plan with action steps. Okay, I'm going to call Susie on Friday or I am no longer going to the gym on Fridays. I'm going to go on Tuesdays. Whatever that is, you can create an action step and sometimes that requires planning. Next up, let's talk about planning. So once you've identified your worries, it's time to make a game plan. Break down your goals into smaller, specific, doable, actionable steps. Planning not only gives structure to your thoughts, but also turns your worries into actionable tasks. So whether it's acing a test or navigating a friendship issue, having a plan of action transforms those nebulous worries into a roadmap for success. You are creating your own strategy on how you will be proactive in the situations you face. You're not going to just let them happen to you and you're not going to let the unknown nebulous thoughts take over your mind. You're going to plan out your week, your month, or even your year, and that will give you a roadmap that will help calm the storms of worries that come along. And you can break down big tasks into smaller, manageable chunks. And suddenly, the mountain doesn't seem so insurmountable. And along those lines, let's not forget the transformative power of organization. So just as clutter can overwhelm our physical space, a jumble of thoughts can clutter our minds. Taking the time to organize not only your physical environment, but also our ideas and priorities can work wonders in alleviating stress. So set aside a few minutes each day to tidy up your space. Whether it's your room, desk, or digital workspace, declutter your closet, drawers, and bathroom. A clean environment can lead to a clear mind. Additionally, consider organizing your thoughts and priorities. Pull from your journals and lists, and then use tools like planners, calendars, or digital apps to keep track of deadlines, appointments, and goals. By organizing your time and thoughts, you're effectively turning chaos into clarity, which paves the way for a more focused and empowered you. Lastly, but certainly not least, let's explore the power of creativity. Sometimes worries are abstract because they're stuck in our heads. Bringing them out into the physical world can make them more manageable. So consider creating a vision board or an art journal. Use colors, images, and words to express your feelings and aspirations. It's like turning your worries into a masterpiece, a visual representation of strength and resilience. Unleash your inner artist through whatever form of creativity speaks to you. Whether it's expressing yourself through writing songs, which is what I do, or dance, painting, cooking, baking, drawing, coloring, poetry, crafting, playing an instrument, or singing. My mom says she's not a creative person, but she expresses her creativity through designing house plans, and she creates the most adorable table settings for our holiday gatherings. I've recently started a brand of loose leaf tea. I even get to express my creativity that way by coming up with healthy tasting blends inspired by my travels and then creatively figuring out how do I get people to know about this? 
What kind of business solutions do I need to come up with? I can get creative there. So expressing yourself creatively is something everyone can do. The sky is the limit. Creating is like channeling all that pent-up energy into something beautiful. The act of creation can be incredibly therapeutic and liberating. And for the purposes of this episode, it also reduces stress. So grab your pens, your journals, your planners, and your paintbrushes, and let's conquer those worries together. All right, my fellow superheroes, that wraps up today's episode of the Chick Chat Podcast. Stay subscribed to hear more stress-busting strategies in our upcoming episodes, and look for our upcoming Magalog to equip you as well. You are not alone in your worries and in your stress. It is okay to feel overwhelmed sometimes, but remember, you have the power to transform those abstract thoughts into tangible actions. So whether it's through lists, journaling, planning, organizing, talking with a friend, or getting creative, you've got this. Join me next time for more empowering discussions. Until then, stay fierce, stay fabulous, keep turning those worries into wonders, and keep being the incredible person you are. Bye for now. Thank you.